friend, do you see things in your daughter that she's doing that you just want to correct? Are you saddened by how she speaks about herself when all you see is a vibrant, beautiful, and valued girl? You want to show her how to interact with others, but yet valuing herself. You want her to make good choices for herself, but you aren't sure how and why and even if she'll receive it. Today, I give you five ways to communicate healthy boundaries to your teenage daughter without saying a single word. You know that saying, actions speak louder than words? I'll share five actions you can implement now. Are you finding yourself feeling frustrated with trying to figure out your girl and not getting far with the questions you ask her? You literally get one-word answers or even the silent treatment with a shrug or a nod. I honestly read many books to unravel this mystery of connecting with my own girl. I question, am I going to do this right? What if I say something that will cause detrimental consequences in our own relationship? Or even worse, am I pushing her away so that she will never want to share anything with me again? Okay, that was a little bit dramatic for me to go there with my thoughts, but I really truly worried over these things because I desired a closer relationship with my daughter than I had with my own mom when I was a teenager. So I decided things needed to change when my girl became a tween. I asked myself, what did I need as a young teenager from my mom and go and do that? I'm able to connect with my girl where now as an older teen, she FaceTimes me every night as she's away from my home. She checks in with me and is open to share because I know we've done the work to establish a safe space for her to talk to me. And I know you want the same, Mama. You want open communication where she can come to you so she can talk to you about anything, even if she's scared, even if it's a hard topic to talk to you about but she's willing to come to you. And I know you want that for your relationship. So I wanna help you, allow me to help you do the same as what I've done with my daughter. My one-on-one mom mentoring sessions allow me to guide you through your immediate need to communicate with your daughter. You will receive a customized communication plan that will get you started on creating pathways that will get her talking to you now. So mama, I want you to head on over to RaisingHerConfidently.com right now and book your mom mentoring session with me. You don't need to figure this out on your own. Let me walk side by side with you. RaisingHerConfidently.com, book your call with me now. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and 
let's dig in together. You know, I picked up a lot of habits from my mom growing up. Some were very good and advantageous and helped shape my character, and others not so much. When I work with moms, I listen to the challenges that they have with their own daughters, and as they talk and share in these vulnerable spaces, I also ask, "Do you see a lot of yourself in her?" And absolutely, more than eighty percent, if not all of them, have said yes. Yes, I see a lot of these things that I am challenged by my daughter, that I see in myself and her. Today, I want to talk about healthy boundaries, and it's more for the sake of your daughter valuing who she is. Again, working with moms of teen and tween girls in my course or in my mentoring calls, I hear the pain of their desire to help their girl. They said they have said this over and over. I only wish she could see how beautiful she really is. I wish she could know her own worth. It pains me to hear the sadness in these mamas that I've helped, and maybe you're listening right now and can totally relate and have the same desire for your girl to value herself more than she is right now. You want her to be confident in who she is. And not fall prey to what the world is saying that she should be. Maybe you find yourself conflicted with how she fusses over the way she looks in order to show up the way she needs to at school. Maybe you're conflicted with how she talks bad about herself and how she's sad because she feels like she has no value to add to her friendships. But you yourself know. How much of a bright light she can be. Well, this episode is for you, Mama, because we're going to talk about healthy boundaries. Your girl won't know what she needs to protect herself unless she has the guidance and model to know how, and that starts with you, Mama. So I want you to love me through this episode today because, in order for her to set her own healthy boundaries. We need to be modeling the same. So love me through this episode. Your actions will speak volumes over the words you are trying to reach her with. I'll say this again: your actions will speak volumes over the words you are trying to reach her with. If she sees you applying healthy boundaries for yourself and establishing them and being consistent with them, she will likely listen to you. As you guide her, because you are doing it too, and she sees that. So I'm going to give you five ways to communicate those actions through your actions to your girl, so she can see what healthy boundaries she needs to establish for herself. So these are five ways to communicate healthy boundaries to your girl without saying a word. As I list these out, Mama, I want you to think to yourself. Do I do this myself? Are these things that I need to work on, or am I pretty good at it? And if you're pretty good at it, I want you to give, a, you know, a pat on the back for saying yes. I am being a great model. But if not, these are areas of work. They're not to be. We're not perfect, right? I've always said that. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. So these are things that I'm going to highlight. These habits I'm going to highlight so that you. Can show up better for your girl and be that model that I know you want to be for her. 
right? And so these conversations will be a lot easier because she knows that you're coming at her from an authentic, genuine, and integrous place because you're doing it yourself, okay? So number one, here we go, one way, apologizing, apologizing. If you do something wrong or hurt someone, of course you should apologize, right? Ask for forgiveness, I'm sorry. However, if you always say you're sorry and apologize just for existing, just to keep the peace, just to to, uh, keep from conflict, from escalating, or to appease everyone, your daughter is going to pick up on that. She has a right to ask a question and to speak or just be without apology, right? If somebody's coming at her with a conflict and accusing her of something that she may or may have not done, instead of apologizing right away, she can genuinely ask the questions, challenge what is being said about her, and go without an apology. And that is okay. And you can do the same, right? We can model that for her by doing that for ourselves. Do we ask the questions when we are challenged? Do we stick up for ourselves? Really clarify what exactly somebody's offended by, you know, and your intentions, right? Are they going to attack your character because of the intentions and that wasn't your intent? Then explain yourself instead of apologizing, right? So apologizing, putting boundaries around when and how much you apologize, right? And being able to ask the questions, stick up for yourself. Number two, expecting the worst. Are you a person that sees the glass half full or half empty, right? Do you only see clouds and never see the silver lining in situations? First of all, that's a terrible way to live life, to live life in fear, to live life in the what ifs, because what ifs leaves you paralyzed in the joy that is you can experience on the other side of fear, right? When we live in a, in a place of fear and what if this happens, and we expect the worst out of life, what joy can we have out of that? What peace can we have out of that? And if we're sharing that experience, like we're not going to do this because what if this happens? And that translates so clearly to your daughter about being a risk taker, about going for her dreams. There are so many wonderful things that can happen if you're open to it, if you're willing to just jump across and get through fear, right? I have a friend who says, kick fear in the face. If you can just do that and get beyond, how unlimiting would that be? Expecting the worst means you're limiting yourself. And we don't want to do that because we also don't want to limit the possibilities for your daughter. Being a pessimist takes up so much energy. So teach your daughter to expect abundance and watch how it comes out in her life. Expect abundance and watch how that comes out in her life. Number three, eating food that isn't good for you has to do about how we feel. It's not an image thing, but it's how we feel when we eat foods. Our kids are picking up so many habits from us. If we want them to be healthy in the future, we have to help them create those healthy habits now, right? 
They are watching everything we put in our mouth, how we react to stress and what we do with the habits. Are we grabbing for food or are we exercising that off when we deal with stress, right? This has nothing to do with body image and just being conscious about your body. This has everything about the habit of how we feel, right? Studies show that lots of sugar can cause us to not one, only be unhealthy, but also um, put us in emotional distress. What we put in our bodies is how we're going to feel. We put junk in our bodies, we're going to feel like junk. We put great food, fresh food in our bodies, we're going to feel amazing. So be mindful about how you relate to food and what you use it for, okay? Number four, putting work before everything else. Putting work before everything else. Work is important, but it's not the most important, right? You don't want your daughter to grow up to be a workaholic who puts work before anything. I'm speaking from experience. I'm an Enneagram 3, and achievement is our thing, and work and achievement go hand in hand. So I understand this, that we need to balance, if we want balance, life balance, especially as women, we always seek life balance. And this is a habit that we want to share with our girls is that to be able to not put work above all else, right? That work is not who we are. That's not our identity. Achievement is not our identity. We don't have anything to prove. Yes, show up for work because it's important. We get paid that way. We have purpose in our work, but show them what it's like not to put it as the most important. Show her what a healthy work-life balance looks like So she won't have unrealistic expectations about what she's supposed to do when she gets her own job. Even in sports, even as a student, right? And number five, forgetting to practice self-care. Forgetting to practice self-care, mama. Raise your hand if you're guilty of that. It's okay if you're in the car listening to me. Raise your hand. Forgetting to practice self-care. Massages, meditation, prayer, getting your hair done, however you choose to practice self-care, make sure you're doing it regularly. My kids know 100% every morning when they come downstairs, ever since they were little, you can find mama at the table with my Bible open and my journal and listening to worship music. That has been a practice of self-care and soul care for me for many, many years. And until this day, you can find me still doing that. And the beautiful thing about this, now that my daughter has moved away, she practices the same thing. She has a Bible app and she meditates on the Bible and the verses in those words every morning as well. And, you know, I found this out from one of her friends as a habit she's created. And I just asked her, hey, do you read the Bible every morning? She says, yes. And it was something that I never forced on her. It was just something that I modeled through the years. Your daughter needs to know that taking care of herself is supposed to be a priority. When you feel your best, you'll show up your best. If she sees you blocking out time to focus on your wellness, she'll she'll understand just how important it is. So mama, there you have it. With all of these, which one hit you in the gut today? I want you to start with that one. Notice how these habits or lack of boundaries have impacted you. It's not about being perfect, like I said. It's being mindful of the things you see in your daughter 
that you wish she could see for herself if she just did it? Well, maybe it's time to look and see if there's something in you she's seeing that you're doing or not doing and go do that. This makes you grow as a person when you can be mindful of your own personal boundaries and your daughter can see what you're doing and apply it to her own thoughts and beliefs about herself. Authentic conversations come from these authentic experiences. Hey, are you in need for some help? Are you still trying to process this? Maybe it's even understanding where to begin when establishing anything healthy with your girl. Well, let's hop on a call, Mama. Go to RaisingHerConfidently.com and schedule one today. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.